Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. Oh, I'm Jake. I feel like I feel like my parenting has killed the vibe here. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. No, no. I had to do a little authoritarian parenting there. Oh, I mean, it is what it is. You come You're in clutch with, with the backing her up. That was great. Well, I didn't realize it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to... When I was... It, it did... It did suck when you like woke up and you're like getting ready for school and you're looking forward to your uh, your fruity pebbles and you go to the you, you pour the cereal into the bowl and you go to the fridge for the milk and there's no milk. That kind of sucks. Yeah, that's the case today is there's no milk in the fridge. Um, we have a grocery pickup in like less than an hour. Mm-hmm. Lovely wakes up and she's heated that there's no milk. <laughs> and then Jake walks in and goes, yeah, I mean, that really is the worst thing that could ever happen. <laughs> The world's biggest travesty. Yeah, that's what you said. Oh, so funny. But I didn't realize that there was more going on. I was mostly just, I was joking, but I, I, got I you. was, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was being, I thought I was being funny, and, but turns out I wasn't <laughs> reading the room. Yeah, you gotta, with with her, it's always like, if, if something is like the worst thing ever with her, or like she's, she's, she's overreacting to something like that. You just, that's when you go, oh, that is a bummer. But hopefully you can find something else delicious for breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. From now on, now you know. But I didn't really think that, I mean, I was. I'm just I'm giving you some parenting okay, lessons all right. here. Sounds good. But I was, uh, I oh, was greeted. I was, I was greeted. And yeah, then the I, and then it was, great. it was immediate. We're out of milk. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know that that was an overreaction. Well, now you know the, the uncle lesson. Okay. So Sounds she's good. like. I'm so mad because I can't do this. You like that is a bummer, but maybe you could do something else. Mm-hmm. She, uh, yeah. So I had to get authoritarian. Now the vibe's dead. Now we're now we're. This is the last episode. No, ever. no, no, no. Vibe's dead because of. Um, it seems like uh, both me and the Blazers have a lot in common. Oh, uh, oh, dribbling it down your leg in the last thirty seconds of the game. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, both losing back-to-back one-point games with the Blazers and uh, being the last one alive with the chance to win two Warzone duo matches and fucking it up both times. I was wondering where you're going with that. Um, Yeah, so you and I have been playing kind of a lot of Warzone, Mm -hmm. uh, more than usual, Yeah, and we got a win. We did get a win. That's really all that matters is getting a win on on duos, Um, which was awesome. I mean, like, I like I said, I said this the other day. I feel like we're getting more in sync of like how we play. Mm-hmm. There's times where you'll just start running. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> but then I'll just be like, I'm just gonna go, and I don't say anything, and then you follow, and but mm-hmm. it seems to be more in sync now. So yeah, I'm always getting shot in the back. There was one game with when I was playing with uh, Jesse, and I'm not joking, dude. I got killed maybe five times. He ended the round with like eight kills on rebirth. Yeah, yeah. Because I just kept trying to get to him, and then I was bait, and then I'd die, and then he'd shoot them in the back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I'm just your bait right now. And he's like, you kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I like I like Rebirth. I wish there was trios again yeah. so the three of us could play Friday. But yeah. I'm going to need to download that update because there must be an update. There has to be. Yeah, because they just started season Why three. are we playing this game? I don't know. It's always broken, and there's always an update. Dude, it's the worst game ever. But yet, there's nothing else like it. So I mean, there's a lot like it. There's Fortnite. There's it's like democracy. It's the best of. It's the the best form of government 
It's no, it's the best worst form of government. Best worst form of government. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's uh I like you said there's always an update. We randomly get lagged killed by a uh quad a uh, a team on a quad. Mm-hmm. That it's was just, ridiculous. It's just it's the worst. It's glitchy. There's mm-hmm. hackers, there's no regulation of hackers. Like it's but, just uh, they say they removed like 100,000 people i don't believe it i mean even if they do how many hackers are there in the world a lot more than that yeah so um, honestly it's the cross-platform thing like if they if if you want to play cross-platform they should make it available if you want to just play with xbox players they should make that an option Mm -hmm. they should definitely make that an option yeah the fact that we're going against pc players is unreal yeah dude you just you watch those those streams that come across your facebook feed yeah Dude, the speed in which they turn on people mm-hmm. and move is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you can't win. No. It's like that guy who killed both of us in a match the other day. I probably don't... I mean, we died a lot in the last couple of days. Yeah. But um, I started shooting him, and then he killed... He No, he started shooting you, downed you, and he was still able to turn on me and hose me. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, there's no... There's, like, no way consoles doing... Like, a console no. player's doing that. There was just no, no. There was just no way. The angles in which he had to to move his gun to mm-hmm. be able to do that, and the amount of time yeah. it took to break our shields mm-hmm. and get on it faster than both of us had, had put bullets on him. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, Blazers suck, but not <laughs> worth talking about. It's not worth talking about. Um, I just speaking of like you know parenting and having to do the dad thing this morning. I feel like I've earned an official like dad badge. Like, mm. you know, I've always, I guess I feel like a dad, right? You got your trainer's badge from winning the Indigo League? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Like, it's the first step. Like, um, she has, a, she had a rash um, and it got pretty bad one night. And Jen woke me up at like three in the morning and was like, dude, we she can't sleep. We got to do something. And I was like, all right. So I got up at three in the morning, went to the store, bought some Benadryl. And bought her a Butterfinger because she loves Butterfinger. <laughs> but I feel like that was the official, like, first, like, badge. Like, if you're getting up at 3 in the morning to go to the store to get Benadryl for your kid, like, you're a dad. Hmm. So, that's kind of, that's one I wear with honor. It's having to, to, to do that. But, yeah, um, the... Uh, the rash got pretty gnarly. Kids are gross, dude. <laughs> <laughs> where they pick things up at is beyond me. Yeah, it's like where do you, what is that? Where did that come from? I mean, maybe it's also their like immune system, like mm-hmm. it's still developing, and like maybe that's why it doesn't happen to adults. I don't know. Yeah, but I was just like, what is wrong with you kids? Yeah, kids these days. Gosh, I'm worried about being a teacher and having to be in a closed environment with these dude. People. You're gonna be patient zero for something. God. No, thank you. But your immune system in a year is going to be like incredible. Maybe. I'm just going to wear a mask the entire time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And gloves. Yeah. I'm just, (laughs) even when the mask mandates are over, I'm still going to. Dude, I'm honestly saying masks work. And I'm all for continuing to wear them in public places, um, even after COVID, because. The flu, like you look at the instances of the flu, of mm-hmm. the common flu this year, like masks like eradicated it. Cold. This is the first year I made an entire year without getting sick, like at all. Yeah, knock on that wood, bro. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, well, half. But, but I'm just saying, me too. But just saying, like, you still get a cold, dude. You don't want a cold. 
No, cold suck. That's what I'm saying. So cold suck. But I I do like I'm like, dude, I haven't been sick at all. And like I don't want to get sick, but mm-hmm. it's I, I know it's because I'm wearing a mask and I'm using hand sanitizer and like Yeah. But then we're practicing basic hygiene. But what is, is the threat to We were dirty at thinking about that, we were dirty ass people Dude, before the pandemic. There's one I see of like people like bowling mm-hmm. and then like going and eating like chicken fingers and fries. Yeah. After sticking your fingers so in a hole. Gross. Like that was something I never even thought about. I was like yeah. a, but for like the German like oh the germaphobes. Like yeah. oh, a bunch of pussies. But really it's like, oh my god, we did that. Yeah. We did that. Oh, those pesto color, those neon colored balls and yep. with the pastel colors. Your fingers in there. How many oh. other fingers were in there? Whose fingers? So gross. We're done with those fingers. Well, dude, you know the public bowling alleys like Crosley or whatever. Like oh, the yeah. people, the, the, the regulars there. Oh, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. I hate bowling. Do you? I've never told you that. No. I hate it. Hate it. I hate it. I, I, I dislike it. It's on the same level for me as s'mores. Like, it's something that people enjoy, but I just hate it. Okay. Like, I'll go and hang mm-hmm. out while people bowl, but I do not enjoy it. Are you good at it? I don't know. Well, when was the last time you bowled? Uh, a few years ago. Okay. Well, but when this is let, over... I'm just now thinking about this for a second. Hold on. Does Lovely like to bowl? I don't know. Okay, I feel like, all right, we got to go We gotta go bowling when this is when the shit opens back up. Um, I'll teach you how to spin it. Dude, so... Because when you, when you can figure out how the, the spin, it puts so much more, like... Kind of makes you feel like you're finessing a little bit, okay, and it's so kind I'm, of like a, a when you can spin it in and get that strike, it makes yeah. you feel like you've flushed a three pointer. No, I'm very straight, straight lined striker. Just throw it as hard as you can down the middle. No, well, kind of, but I aim for the not the one straight on, but like between the first two hmm. to crash it. Okay, that's boring. You're boring. <laughs> Bowling's boring. It is boring. Um, so I'm thinking about so my mom played in a league. Like, mm. for years, when I was, like, 10, 11, 12, right? Okay. And we would always go to the bowling alley with her friends and her friends' kids, and we'd always, like, hang out at the bowling alley. We'd play well, no arcade. wonder you hate bowling. That sounds awful. I mean, sometimes it was awful, but it was always cool just hanging out okay. with the, the friends and the kids and my siblings and stuff. Um, but now that I'm really thinking about it, as soon as the words left my mouth, like, I hate bowling... I just started thinking of, like, why do I hate bowling? And you know what's weird is I think I just discovered this live on air right now, bro. Mm. I think I hate everybody, like, watching me do it. Oh, okay. I think that's what I hate about it. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And then your fucking score is just sitting there in front of everybody. <laughs> And everybody's judging Look you. Look at Jeff. He's bowling an 80. And this doesn't mean, like, I don't think I'm, like, necessarily bad at it, but I still mm-hmm. don't like the idea of, like, everybody watching. Or if you, like, throw a shit ball, you have to turn around and just shrug, like, oh, well. <laughs> Bowling's stupid, dude. I got really into bowling with my friends for a while. Like, we went a lot to Crosley or Hazelbell Lanes. Yeah. Like my old friend, like out of high, right out of high school, me and my friends, I was still hanging around with that were high, that I was friends with in high school. We bowled a lot, mm-hmm. and then I bowled a lot with my friend Keenan, and then yeah, I haven't bowled since. I think I used to have my own ball. Really? Like when I was younger, my mom well, that was makes make, all the that time. makes sense. Like your mom was really into yeah. it. Yeah, 
I mean, if no one was watching me, I might enjoy myself. Yeah. <laughs> if I was alone, I might enjoy myself. Fun fact, that's like um, Hazelwell Lanes. You could always go like after, on during summer. They called it the hot summer nights. Okay. And you could get... Um, you could both three games for like five bucks plus whatever the shoe rental was. Right. Um, and the guy that always like control, like after like nine o'clock when all the olds would leave, the guy that would control the, uh, like the music yeah, was, yeah, yeah. was, must've been a huge blink fan because Hell all yeah. he did was play blink. And that's like where I first started listening mm-hmm. to blink 182 was bowling. Yeah. So every time I hear, I miss, like I miss you. I think of bowling, bowling. dude, I was going to say cosmic bowling. Like that kind of environment, I mm-hmm. think I could be down because nobody. Like I think I do enjoy that actually because yeah. nobody's really paying attention. But even like at like Big Al's, like there's music and oh, Big Al's is a crappy place to bowl. But listen, there's food and there's music, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody's chilling. But then there's still that like one person who's watching the actual bowler, and when I screw it up, I got to turn around and make eye contact with them, and they're like, "That sucks." I'm like. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like people within your group, like if I was sitting there and I watched yes. you throw a gutter, you would you would you would feel bad about turning around and watching yes. me being like, dude, you just throw through a gutter. Yes. Yeah. We see each other miss shots all the time in basketball. Dude, I was thinking about when we were playing oh, uh Warzone the other day. I'm like, Jake, Jake, do this, Jake, do this. And you're like, I'm fucking trying. <laughs> <laughs> I just put my mic up. I'm like, Jeff, you're not helping. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, you're like you're like put up your you put up your barrier, put up your barrier, and I'm like I'm like I am. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm that annoying guy that we see clips and stuff. Well, the thing up. is, I wish you would have told me not to worry. I wish you would have told me not to worry about because when I see a dude down, I'm like I have Everybody to kill him. Does. I have to does. kill him, and that's yeah. what cost us the win. Yeah, because if I just let him stay and shot his buddy, they both would have died. Yeah. Jesse does that too. He'll go for the kill, and I'm like, no, 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 no. And he'll just, he can't do it. He yeah. just got to do it. And I'm like, oh. It's because I think when kills, are so hard, kills are so hard to get. It's almost like, I want the I want the credit for it. Wins are harder to get. Yes, they are. And I need to I need to do a better job of being like, the next time I get a dude down, yeah. I just need to be like, let him When it's that close. Because the smoke's going to kill him yeah. eventually. But I didn't know if he had a self-revive you or whatever. Yeah, and the last thing I want to turn my, turn my attention away. And the next thing, he's popped himself back up and hosed me. True. So. I get it. It sucks. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, whether, you know, Jen's, I think Jen's cousins and brothers, like they would go bowling all the time. So they're really good. So there's a little bit of that too. Because anytime that I've gone bowling recently, it's with all of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like not good, and they're like crushing it, spinning it. Doing, oh. See, like, I'm not good. Spinning it on their fingertips like a basketball. Oh wow, a whole twelve pound ball just. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, nope, not doing it. I like so. going with the lighter, lighter weight balls, because um, I don't put my thumb in the bottom hole. Right. Yeah. Some people can still spin it with the thumb in the bottom hole. I don't know how to do that, mm-hmm. but I just use two fingers. Yeah, that's how you spin it. Mm-hmm. How'd you learn how to spin it? Watching a YouTube video. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's fair. And then we had a lot of really bad games while we tried to figure it out, and then eventually we started to get it a little bit. That's kind of fun, though, Mm -hmm. learning how to do something like that. For me, again, I was like, I could totally YouTube it and learn how to spin, but for me, it's like, I don't want to go through the agony of having low scores, Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, okay, fair enough, but I think we should go. There's something psychological about this, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. For real. What yeah. the hell is wrong with me? 
I hate bowling. Well, we should. Uh, I think you should go and try it again because the whole reason why I hated camping in the beach for such a long time uh-huh. was because like I just had bad memories from experiences like, yeah. childhood yeah and i'm just like i don't beach sucks beach yeah. is stupid and then i actually went to the beach with cool people and i yes. was like now i love the beach now yes. i always want to go yes so it's just like you should, we should go bowling i fun. love camping jake i love it i hope you fall in love with it because yeah. i'd love to go camping with you you're going like crazy by going backpacking to a place and then sleeping like outside I don't know about all that, but if you find out like, oh, sleeping outside isn't so bad, we should go camping. Okay. It'll be fun. That sounds good. It's fun just chilling, mm-hmm. playing some cornhole, laying in a hammock, just hanging out. Yeah. That sounds really nice. Last night, I needed I needed to get out. I needed a, I because I didn't do any, I didn't do a hike this last weekend. Mm. And I'm like, I was just feeling, I just, I needed to go. Did you work my, my, yesterday? Uh, I did, but I left work an hour early. Hmm. Um, and I just like I, I don't know. I just needed my anxiety was really bad. I think I thought I, th- I think the night before when we were playing Xbox, I was just kind of like my. I think I told you like my anxiety was just kind of high and yes. it was just zapped of energy. I just felt down all mm-hmm. day, and then I was just like I got up yesterday morning and I'm like I'm just throwing all my stuff in my bag, my camera, everything, and I'm just gonna. I'm gonna ask to leave early. Take a nap? <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, I'm just gonna um, leave early. I'm just gonna leave early. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go somewhere. And uh, I've, I've convinced Kylie to come, so I went and picked her up after I got off work. I threw the dogs in the back of the car, and we drove all that to the Dallas to uh, to where you and I went. Mm-hmm. Um, and what time did you get off? Watch the sunset there. So I got oh, off at six. Oh, I'm thinking you're still getting off at like eleven, dude. Oh, no. Weren't you working like 7 to 11 or something like that? No, I was working 11 to 7. 11 to 7, sorry. Mm-hmm. And a lot of and Fisherman's Forever was all, was open until 8. Oh. But I left that 6 yesterday. Okay, because um, I saw the picture mm-hmm. like of you trying to like get that picture, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 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 Okay, I was like, when the hell did you do that? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that was last night. And we stayed there, and then we climbed up on that rock mm-hmm. um, that you and I did mm-hmm. on that whole rock feature thing. And... Uh, Wait, waited there until dark. I was hoping to take pictures of the stars, but clouds clouds rolled in, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we just we left. Um, but it was really nice. Listen to the well, listen to the Blazer game. Um, just it, just relax and talked and just kind of reset. I feel cool. so much better now. Hell yeah! So yeah, that's what I just needed to do. So that was a lot of fun. Beautiful uh, photos. I got mm. a picture that I've been trying to get. That's I, I, been in my mind forever. Like you know, if you're looking back towards the lake and the mountain, mm-hmm. the road um, 14 comes mm-hmm. down right there, kind of, and it shoots down that little gap. Mm-hmm. I wanted to at night. Like or at dusk, get a car coming down 14 with the mountain in the background, and then with like a long 25 second shutter speed, mm-hmm. capture the whole light trail coming down 14. And I got it yesterday. Mm. I'll have to show you a picture yeah. when we're done here because it's really really cool. I'll post it on say what you mean, um, so people can see it. But it was I was really proud of that yesterday. I was like celebrating. I was like I was like I got it. I got it. I got it. And I was I, don't know, I was super excited about getting that yesterday. So <laughs> did that you was say my that? day. I did. Threw your arms up like that? Yeah. That's tight. <laughs> yeah, Kylie was laughing at me. But um Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I Good. just I needed to I needed to get out. It was just I was I don't know what it is now. If I don't if I don't go out and get my nature therapy, like I just kind of start to like crumble. Yeah, there was a night 
a few weeks ago where I just was not having a good night with Lovely and things were rough. And you were like, dude, you're going with me in the morning. And that's when we went to the falls and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. But it is so therapeutic just being out there. Mm -hmm. Like, you just look around. You're you're discovering, right? You're you're seeing things. Your brain's activated. You're breathing fresh air. You're touching things. Like, my huge thing has been, like, like touching wet moss on trees. Mm. I love, I, I don't know why I just, it just for that. it just gives me like a connection instantly. Mm. It's weird. <laughs> what I do, whatever, I, whatever gets you yeah. connected and grounded. And then I just like put like a line of moss and on a rock and I just snort in and get in my nature face. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, dude. Uh, how I met your father. Oh God. We, Jen yeah, we is had, so stoked. Why? She loves Hillary Duff. Oh, so Kylie watches the show or watched the show. I don't know if she's still watching Younger? it. Younger. Yeah. I see. I know. Oh, God. Because <laughs> Kylie was like, hey, but Hillary Duff is a salt. Because her and I were having the same conversation uh-huh. at the same time. You guys both sent me the link at basically back to back. Oh, so yeah. So then I was having a conversation with both of you guys at the same time about how so I'm you're mad about this. about Lizzie McGuire playing so-and-so? No, I was just like... Don't but pigeonhole Hillary Duff to no, one I'm role. No, I'm not pigeonholing Hillary Duff to any role. I just I just said... Um, and then she's like, hey, but Hillary Duff is a solid actress. She goes, no, this show doesn't look great, but Hillary Duff is a good actress. How though. can we make a judgment on if it looks great or not? We just know the title. I'll get to it. Okay. Just let me finish my thought. <laughs> and uh, so, and I'm like, I was like, I just don't, I have one word. Dot, dot, dot. Younger. That's a shitty show. That's what you said to her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've never watched it. I, I didn't say I didn't it. say that's a shitty show because that's more than one word. I just said... And she just said, my rebuttal is one word. Dot, dot, dot. Younger. Because she likes younger. Oh, okay. But it's a crappy show. I mean... Younger's bad, and I don't know if I don't know if I can evaluate Hillary Duff's acting ability on that bad show because it's, the show okay. is so bad. But also, How I Met Your Mother is not a high bar. You shut your mouth, <laughs> dude! Are you kidding me, dude? The acting in that is so good at times. <sighs> at times, Josh Radner overact overacts yes. a lot. He's a bad actor. Josh okay. Radner is a bad actor. So the, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that is what How I Met Your Mother is. Is just bad actors as the leads, and but maybe they, Jason Siegel's a good actor. All right, so maybe they surround Hillary Duff with like stellar actors, and then it becomes the greatest How I Met Your Mother. Okay, but what made How time. I Met Your Mother more than any? Father. What made How I Met Your Mother so good was mm-hmm. the was the writing, right? Mm-hmm. And the and the the connection that you were able to build with the characters and how it re- like constantly like. Gave you, um, gave like the inside, gave you inside jokes for in rewarded long time listening. Watching. We talked about watching. Yeah, <laughs> I listen. I mostly I don't really watch shows anymore. Yeah. Um, that sounded really douchey. I mostly I just don't really li- watch. I just basically anymore. I only listen to things anymore. Like I I'm listen to, to nature. <laughs> I am addicted to nature. Um. <laughs> no. Okay, but see, that's what's what's annoying is like that that long-term dedication and the reward for inside jokes that you're Mm -hmm. talking about like that is arrested development Mm -hmm. the first three seasons 
are incredible. And it got canceled because their inside jokes were so obscure. If you just drop in onto a television episode of it. See, How I Met Your Mother can stand alone on its own episodes, right? Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know if Arrested Development could do that. No. Because you, I've only watched the first two seasons, but no. Because you, if you drop in on something, you're like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Without watching it in sequential order, then you don't really. You're kind of, it's like, what is happening? You haven't watched the third season? Mm -mm. Do they get canceled the third season and they know they're getting canceled? So they're ripping on Fox the whole time mm. by like making jokes. But mm -hmm. then they're also kind of like making jokes about like how maybe someone else will pick them up. Oh, dude, it's so good. Really? Yeah. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, you got to watch it. Okay. Um, so I do appreciate and value that that long-term like viewership reward, reward system, but mm -hmm. I don't know, dude. It's just like somebody yesterday, a buddy showed me uh, Big Bang Theory with the laugh tracks removed. Mm. Oh, my God. Bad. <laughs> it's, it's so cringy, dude. It's so cringy. And I think that if you did that with How I Met Your Mother, is it still funny? The laugh track? Yeah. Like the people in the background yeah. laughing? Yes. I don't know about that, dude. Is it funny or is it cringy? Funny. I'm going to test that. I guarantee you there's clips on YouTube of it. I mean, we're going to watch them. I just, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, there's just so much to How I Met Your Mother. Um that the writing was just so well done for a lot of it. There was, there are bad episodes. There are bad seasons. Yeah. But you have a, a nine, a nine season run. Like yeah. you're going to have bad moments, stuff where that kind of lost its way. I can mm -hmm. point to season, most of season seven as that. Um, but in season six wasn't great either, but season five, man had some just absolute amazing episodes. How many times have you watched the show? Oh, I don't know. Really? Just, I don't even know. I just watched that one time through. So I just go back and like, I get comfort in just watching old episodes. Like, I just, I yeah. just love it that I just love it that much because I love being like, it's familiar. The characters are familiar. And then you can like, you hear things and you can pick up on like inside jokes. And it almost makes you feel a part of that. <laughs> makes me feel kind of a part of that, like crew, that crew. And right, I, I right. just, and I just, I that's what I love about that show. And I just, I feel like how, how I met your father without mm -hmm. Carter Bays and without Craig Thomas, mm -hmm. the original, the, the showrunners for how I met your mother. I don't think how I met your father is going to like, it's either going to try to do that and it's going to fail right. or they're going to um, or they're they're just going to abandon it. And it's not going to be the same feel in which then I don't give a shit. Yeah. My first thought is instantly like uh, girl meets world. Yeah. Like I didn't watch any of it, but you're just like, oh, really? Kylie watched and she said it wasn't bad, but uh -huh. it's like you they tried way too hard to make it like. They tried really one. It was it was Disney fied, right? Mm -hmm. You can always tell like a, the feel of a Disney mm -hmm. show, like a Disney kids show, because the the like the t the comedic timing mm -hmm. is always the same, right? No matter across shows, right? It's always the same type of like it's like punchline cadence, of yeah. Just like mm -hmm. dun, dun, dun. like yep. you know where the jokes are, you know where the punchline mm -hmm. is, yeah. And yeah, and so it was very Disney fied in that way. But then they they basically didn't have a story. It was just like trying to get old 
um, Boy Meets Worlds fans mm. to watch it for the nostalgia, but because like this how many ep- seasons did it go? I think two or maybe oh, okay. maybe three, not very long. But it would be like Sean is coming in on this episode, and then right. like oh, I want to come, I want to see Sean, Corey, and Topanga back together. I don't right. care about the rest of the show. That's all it was was just right. trying to be a mo- basically a money grab to get maybe at- Boy Meets because I love Boy Meets World. Well, who didn't? Yeah, I mean. But maybe that's why, like, maybe that's why I asked how many seasons there were. Because maybe the first season is, like, very, like, grabby. Like, oh, all the original characters are coming back to get people invested in the Mm -hmm. show while maybe threading a storyline. Who knows what the storyline is? But threading that in through the flash of everybody coming back. And then maybe the second season kind of pulls back on those characters coming back and maybe Mm. more story development. That's how I would do it. I don't know. Yeah. Favorite moment from. Boy Meets World is when they're graduating. They're, it's when, I think it was, uh, I can't remember. I think they're graduating college and um, it was a flat. It wasn't something that actually happened, but it was like a, it was like a, an imaginary future. Mm-hmm. And they're all there at the graduation of college and uh, Mr. Feeney is there. And then Eric shows up and he's like, he, he's looking like uh, Abraham, like with the long, uh, like robe and mm-hmm. super long hair and a big staff, mm-hmm. and he changes names to plays with squirrels. Okay, have you, <laughs> have you seen? Have you, you don't remember that? Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> they're like, um, they're like, he <laughs> was just like, um, Mr. Squirrels over here, and he's like, plays with because he was saying his first name is plays, plays with, with, his last yeah. name is squirrels. Anyway, it's just it really, I don't know. I just, <laughs> it uh, was funny. when's the last time you watched a show? Uh, Boy Meets World. Yeah, uh, Kylie was rewatching it a couple mm, years ago. Okay, see that's something I'd like to do, dude. Honestly, after school, like I'm just trying to spend the summer like reading and binging shows. There's a lot of other things I want to do. Like I have project ideas, especially for this for mm-hmm. the show for the the show. Um, but I just hesitated to call this a show. I don't know why, but that was weird. Mm. <laughs> um, but the show, I know that you and I have some. Uh, some media development ideas that we're going to do. Um, I pulled out uh, a, ga- a, ga- a gadget yesterday to, to create some content. Mm-hmm. So I have ideas for, <clears throat> for summer for this. Um, but yeah, just to get something else off my plate, I think it'll be nice to open up different opportunities. I'm kind of like when I have moments I'm watching, um, I got to a certain point in big bang theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you ever do this? Like, so I was having the same conversation with somebody. Like, you start binging, you start watching a show, right? And you're binging in. You're just every night you're watching an episode or two or whatever, and then you stop, and then you forget where you were, but then you don't want to go back because if you mm-hmm. go like you're if it did, if it doesn't save exactly where you were, and then you start watching it again, then you end up watching episodes you've already seen, and it's like it instantly just takes you out of it, and then you give up. Yeah, you ever do that? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, me. okay. Yeah, it's the worst. Like, so I'm like, I'm finally I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start at this point because I know I was somewhere around here and just watch it. So then I started watching an episode. And I'm like, I've already seen this <laughs> mm-hmm. and I watched the next one. And I'm like, I've already seen this. So I think I'm starting to get to episodes where I haven't seen them. And um, yeah, I don't know. We're, I'm working on it Okay, because that's one show I wanted to watch all the way through. I'm not exactly sure why. It was a popular show. It was, but it's just like. Uh, the, the pop culture references and the video game references I enjoy. Mm-hmm. The science nerdy things I enjoy those references. So maybe that's why. Um, I mean, Sheldon drives me insane. 
But I'm still watching it. Mm-hmm. I'm freaking masochist, dude. Yeah, so I we'll never see. got into it. My parents watched it, and I just... I oh, great. Know, You're just, making me sound super I never cool. really got into it. I just got a text message from my brother, mm. who's um, listening to episode 129, and he says, LOL, what's an orgy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. From which, which one? What do you mean? Oh, which brother? Uh, Pat. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's like, what's an orgy? (laughs) (laughs) What did we just say it was? Uh, Organic veggies? Yeah. That's what an orgy Mm -hmm. is. Yep, it's a a pile of organic veggies. That's right. That's exactly what it is. Where did you get vaccinated? Uh, I think it was uh, Rite Aid. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't do this whole, like, line adventure, sitting for hours, waiting. No, you didn't do that? No, there's no point. This idea that like that getting vaccinated is hard. It, it it's it's not at least in my experience, it's not hard if you just do the work, which doesn't make sense, right? It shouldn't be work to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you go online and you check online and you refresh and you select somewhere and then that spot's gone, you refresh again, you select somewhere, then the spot's going to pop up. Maybe a month or two ago it was much harder. But now it's not, dude. Uh, there's a guy at work who who signed up to get his shot, then got COVID, mm. then didn't go get his shot, and now they're hounding him to get his shot. They're reaching out saying, hey, we can make a scheduled appointment. Hey, we can schedule an appointment. So appointments are available. Well, dude, just go drive through the Tower Mall like I did. That sounds like a nightmare. Dude, it was amazing. No. It was so much fun. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was a lot of fun. Were Want guys, me to tell you the story? Were you guys listening to vaccination songs? <laughs> <laughs> okay so you want Did the, you guys make a vaccination playlist no we didn't make a playlist it wasn't planned like that uh-huh so me and kylie and taryn kylie's sister yeah uh kylie made us like an appointment like a like a time slot where you can show up at the tower mall and you just dude you stay in your car and it's super comfortable mm-hmm we made fun of all the all the people who were volunteering as workers, which really, like, I don't know why I was making fun of them, but some dudes were making <laughs> just create like wearing ridiculous hats and stuff. Okay. And uh, so first we pull up, and then uh, there's this. Look at these losers helping we, no, our we, public like, so, health. So we pull up, and like you're you're in like this, you're in one line, and then like you stop, and then somebody like, hey, what's your appointment? And you have all these different places. So that you, you have, have to, to make stop. an appointment. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You have, you have to make an appointment. Okay. And uh, so they're like, okay, you guys they're are like, just okay, they're, they're up like, like and then someone is there, and they're like, oh, someone, you're on the list, and so you're cool. You get to pull this way, and then so they have a testing center and the vaccination center in the same, like the same parking lot. Okay. And they're like, go this way if you need, if you need to get vaccinated. That's your first stop. And the second stop is you pull up to this lady who checks you in, mm-hmm. and you pull around, and then some person gives you information about the vaccines, and then you keep pulling up, and then it splits into there's is that like the mall. The tower mall up on um, Mill Plain. Like the old tower, the old gotcha. tower mall. Yeah. Gotcha. Like old rundown building. Yep. So, uh, you, and then you get here, we, you, and it funnels you, and then they split uh, They split it into four different, there's like four lines that they move every, all the Wait, cars Wait, where's into. the tower mall? <laughs> it's like Mill Plain and just before Andreessen. Like not just before Andreessen, but there? before Andreessen. There's nothing there. There's a Muchos Gracias. Um because uh, I think Umquad other Bank. people went there, and I don't know. It's like the main vaccination site in Vancouver, like one of the biggest vaccination sites. That's what I'm saying, but I, don't, I have no clue where in the world that is. Oh, 
I remember just going there because there used to be this old this old barber shop called Cecil's that my grandma would always take me to to get my hair cut when I was younger. <laughs> but it was all Tower Mall was already vacant at that point. Okay, I'm looking it up. I have no idea where this place is. It's like a weird building. Yeah, it used to be a mall. Oh, like way back in the day, a mall. Yeah, it used to be a mall. Oh, back when like my wild. back when my parents were a kid. I know what you're talking about. Are yeah. you serious? Mm-hmm. This used to be a mall. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay, sorry. Now yeah, I know. Yeah, so what you're Tower, so Tower Mall, and then they split you into four, uh, and then they like you, once you get to the checkpoint, there's this guy in a fedora. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's badass. We think mm-hmm. his name is Jim, even mm-hmm. though we have no idea. We're just calling him Jim because uh, he kind of looks like Jim Carrey. But I don't really feel like a Jim would wear a fedora. I'm just gonna put that out there. Okay, he kind of looked like Jim Carrey. Okay, but so the fedora has nothing to do with the naming. No, mm. he just kind of looked like Jim Carrey, so we called him Jim. Okay. Uh, so when we split into four and they split you into four and then originally I was like, this guy was telling me to go in this line, but I'm like, mm, I feel like I'm going to be blocking traffic because there was car, like there was cars to my right and there was a car to like a line to my left and he wanted me to pull straight up. Mm-hmm. But I, when I pulled straight up, I was going to be blocking any car that was going to be coming this way. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I pulled in, Jim was right. I shouldn't have questioned him. Our line started to move, which pushed me right out of the, I mean, Jim was on top of it. And, but then he comes up and he knocks on the the driver's the passenger side back door okay that's where taryn's sitting mm-hmm. and he's like i just wanted to let you know i love your sparkles because taryn was wearing like sparkly glitter, glitter. okay and he's, she's like oh thank you and he's like i want you he's like have you guys ever heard of the song um shiny happy people holding hands by rem mm-hmm. and he was like and taryn's like no and he's like well they're old enough they probably have heard about it i'm like i know who rem is i've mm-hmm. never heard that song from them okay. he's like play it you have enough time. So like, I find it on YouTube and then I play that song and we blare it. We roll down our windows and we blare it. And then and so Jim could hear it. Mm-hmm. And then we we're listening to the song. It's not a very good song, but it's okay. it was fun in the uh-huh. moment. Mm-hmm. And then we get into the vaccination tent, which mm-hmm. in front of you is the they don't let you drive for 15 minutes. So you got to sit in another line for 15 minutes after getting the shot. So we pull up and there's this dude and he's not very clear. He's like, OK, here's your vax cards. When you get to the next line, fill them out. And I'm like, okay. So I just, th- and then in there is like a whole bunch of like soccer moms filling, filling um, syringes with the vaccine. Okay. And I'm like, huh, that's crazy. Just people sitting there just talking uh, like the neighborhood PTA meeting. And then we just, and so I'm like, okay, well, it's, I guess we got, I guess we get vaccinated up there. Cause I've done, I had to get tested three different times at the con- or Portland Convention Center. Uh-huh. So I'm used to the whole being in your car COVID thing. Like I've go, never like, done that. Got getting moved, in the getting, car. getting yeah. moved around. Um, so I'm like, okay. So I go to drive. I'm like, okay, well, like, he just gave us our Vax cards. He said to fill them out up there. I'm like, that must be where we're getting Vax. So I put it in drive and I start driving. And the dude starts like, he's like, no, 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 no. And I just see him in my rear view mirror, like waving his hands. And I'm like, he's like, you haven't gotten your shot. Well, Oh, you're supposed to get it right there. You're supposed to get it right there. Oh. And I just like, I'm just driving away. You're so like, I, I to, got my car, dude. I'm good. So I had to put, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I put it in reverse and then I reverse all the way back into the tent. It was so embarrassing. And everybody was like looking at us like we were so stupid. Yeah, but you're doing it in a row. Hmm? Yeah. I am. I am doing it in a row. <laughs> and then I made, and then, uh, and I was just, I was making stupid dad jokes about like, he was like, he's like, okay, now stay here. He's like, he's like, he's like, I want to go get your shots. Now stay here. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wait, so you want us to leave? And then he's like, ho, 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 ho. Anyway. Also, 
you and Jim had this entire like bonding moment. Mm-hmm. Play the jam, bro, and you play the jam, and he's feeling it. You're feeling it. This whole thing happens. This interaction between you guys, and you didn't get his real name. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Jim will always live as Jim. That's a bummer, dude. So then we, um, so then we pulled forward, and then we listened to uh, "Down with the Sickness." Um, oh, so you guys did have a vaccine playlist. We just picked that up, but we didn't oh, listen to you the just actual. Casually picked we that didn't, up. No, 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 no. We didn't listen to the hardcore version. We listened to the Richard Cheese version, which is uh, uh, the one from uh, the Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead or whatever. Yeah. Um. Gross. <laughs> Down with the sickness. Gross, dude. Well, so, okay, when was that? Oh, Kylie was convinced that she was... Kylie really wanted to get this pic... I'm going to out her right here. Okay, out her. She wanted really badly to get this, like, picture for her Instagram story that said, Mm -hmm. like, we're all in this together. And as soon as she was going to get out of the car to, like, take the picture of it, Mm -hmm. we had the line started going. So, like, I put it in... I put it in... Drove and I drove past it so she couldn't... (laughs) So she couldn't get it. And she's like, Jake, you could have stopped. I'm like, I'm not holding up the Vax line so you can get your Instagram picture. But it's like, we're going through, like, this old bank and I was like, well, there's a sign up here that says low clearance. You can get that. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's like those videos of like people taking pictures of their food and mm-hmm. like their significant other just smashes it with a fork or ruins the thing. <laughs> oh, I love that, Jake. I applaud that. Mm. That's a good one. Um, okay. So, would you have an appointment for the next one? Do you have to go back uh, through this whole thing? Yeah, the next Saturday. Dude, mine's next Saturday. But we, you got vaccinated earlier than me. Oh well. How did are you doing like a three week break between them? Yeah, I guess. Oh, what's yours? Four, two, two. Oh, three. Yeah, I did three. Did they? They didn't make you like stop and pull over and like wait a half hour no, and all that. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's where we listened to Richard Cheese's "Down with the Sickness." That's not a fifteen minute song, Jake. But we also listened to other stuff. We listened to other all, vaccination hits. No, we listened to "All Time Low," "Dear Maria." Oh God. You know when I listen to All Time Low, it makes me think it, it makes me think of Splash Attack. Don't you ever say that again. <laughs> Why would you say that? Dude, I don't know. Their lead singer and your guys' lead singer sound a lot alike. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's all pop punk, but Yeah. Dude, so I just Googled songs uh to soundtrack your vaccination journey. I didn't look look this up, so, so I don't know what see, you're talking you about. You must have looked this up. No, I did not. Um, is Richard Cheese's Down With The Sickness on there? No. Yeah, it, okay. We got Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Oh, dumb. Uh, the Cure by Lady Gaga. I don't know that one. Nope. Um, wait, why are these songs on here? Because it's a crappy playlist. Jolene? <laughs> Go through the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I want to dance with somebody. Here comes the sun, walking on sunshine. Just, I guess, to get make yourself feel better, like before getting the shot, like yeah, get you you get your feeling, get you feeling good. That's not. I how will I say though, listening to here. happy shiny people holding hands did put me in a really good mood, and then the shot didn't really suck after that, dude. But dude, the. Sh- the next day, mm-hmm. my arm felt like I got fucking slow. Dude, it does not feel good. It did not feel good. I couldn't sleep. I, I always sleep on my left side, and I got I got my shot mm. in my left arm. Um, Are you left-handed? No. Mm. They say you're supposed to put it in your dominant arm, but I that's had, what I did. But I'm I'm I had to go play. I'm a star quarterback, dude. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 
Fair enough. Yeah, I had to play the next day, and yep. I wasn't trying to have a sore arm. Can't sacrifice my uh, throwing arm, dude. <laughs> my flag football career, dude. How much you want to bet I can throw pigskin over them mountains? <laughs> Coach would have just put me put me in in '69. Oh God, dude. Um, yeah. Uh, so so what you're talking about the pain and stuff? Like people were like, yeah, yeah, the pain it sucks, it sucks, and I was like, dude. Does it really? And then I get it. I'm like, nah, it doesn't suck that bad. Dude, it did suck. It takes which, a while, but yeah. Then which worries me because um, I'm a big puss when it comes to stuff like that. And, you know, the man cold is very mm-hmm. real with me. Um, when I get cold, I'm very man coldish about it. Um, and so the second shot is scaring me because people are like, no, it, it'll fuck you up, dude. So I'm like, nah, nah, it won't fuck me up. But then I'm like, wait, maybe it's going to fuck me up a little bit. If you're immu- The people who have been getting the worst reaction to the second shot are the people with the strongest immune systems. Oh, I'll be all right then. Because your body's like, actually, your body's fighting it. Yeah, that's going to be gnarly. I didn't know that. Did you read that somewhere? Uh, I just heard that on a podcast I listened to. Okay. Um, This is an interesting topic. I asked you what you wanted to talk about today, and you said Demi Lovato. Yeah. So Demi Lovato, for the longest time, was my like celebrity crush. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't... Okay. She's a babe, bro. Mm. Was a babe, bro. Mm. But then since she died and came back, she's uh, she's got some brain damage for sure. Well, she definitely does. She's got. She's even said it. Like, she can't see. I was listening to a little bit of her interview on Joe Rogan, and she's like, she can't see out of her eyes. I guess she's got blind spots in her eyes that might be there forever. Um, Yeah. So yeah, she's rough. Are you particularly talking about the drama with the frozen yogurt? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you take the floor. <laughs> no, I don't. It's not a floor. It's just like. Here, let me grab I, this box for you to stand on. <laughs> uh, here's my soapbox. Yep. Step up. Um, I. Okay, so I might have been like a little triggered last night because I because was. Because she was triggered? No. I, the guys I listened to, Isaac and Souk on oh, 1080 The Fan, okay. were talking about this. Yes. And I'm kind of a sheep. When, they, when they're when they like, like about something, I'm like, I'm, okay. I'm bringing the pitchforks too. Yeah, so, yeah. like, That's why you hate Terry Stotts? No. Oh, okay. I hate Terry Stotts because of Jason Quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and also my eyes. Yes. But uh, anyway... To preface this, if you don't know what we're, what we're talking about, I should probably find Demi's um, tweets so I can talk about it. I think I had it. them. Yeah, up. if you could read them. So she... Go ahead. No. Uh, so she uh, went into a frozen yogurt place, in which is just like a standalone shop. And so it's not a franchise like Fro, like a Froyo. It, it's, um, I don't know, like Yogurt Shack or whatever they are. But it was just like a standalone frozen yogurt treat place. And... She was apparently very, very upset that on her way to the cash register to pay for her frozen yogurt, there was a whole bunch of um, dietary um, foods there and like low, like no sugar stuff, low calorie stuff. Well, there was these, she these... was saying that they were basically like fat shaming. Well, it said on the packaging, like eat me guilt free. 22 grams of protein is what it said is as the mm-hmm. as the thing that you're looking at. Okay. Yeah, so so she felt like she was being like shamed for eating sugared frozen yogurt with I'm assuming was probably had a whole bunch of cookie toppings and all that kind of stuff. All the stuff that you normally get on Froyo. Yeah. Like dude, I pack that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. With everything. I love it. It's like I love going to frozen yogurt. 
it's a it's a fun time but she apparently was upset that they were like diet culture. she called them diet culture vultures i don't mm-hmm. know what that means and whatever if you're upset about that okay she has a history of What's it called? She has an eating disorder. Eating she disorder. An- there she, had, you go. she had anorexia. No, which, she was bulimic. Jake. Bulimic. Okay. Come on. I didn't know. I, she was. She talked. Don't even know anything about her. Are you sure? Her? Because she talks about anorexia in her apology, non-apology video. She was talking about bulimia. She said anorexia. Oh, maybe she was anorexic too. Oh. But she was talking about keeping it down because I know she was bulimic. Okay. Because she's talking about anor. Okay. There- Sounds good. I thought it was anorexia because she it might be. It might be. She manage. She mentions anorexia multiple times in her. Did you watch the apology video? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, I'm not talking out of my ass here. Jen was like, I do. I do. Make sure you watch that video. I do my research for this show, <laughs> just like I do research for your um, bike lanes thing, yes. which was really cool. I looked at the whole website. It's really cool. Oh, thank you, you did a good sir. job on thank that. You. Um, the she tells the shop to do better. On top of a bunch of other things, yeah, right. Like, and then she, okay, if if that's your problem, right, it, go and do that. Like, go and be like, hey, I'm Demi, hey, I'm Demi Lovato. Can I meet with your owner and like actually have a conversation with that person? But you've got 102 million followers, right? This is like a mom and pop shop. This is like this person's livelihood. You go and out them to 102 million people. Majority of them are probably in the LA area that are going to just like go with whatever Demi says. Yep. And then you just, you blast them openly through Twitter and then they respond in a really like appropriate way. And then she comes at them again. Dude, she was like, so the first is like finding extremely hard to order Froyo from the bi- Big Chill official when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies, other diet foods before you get to the counter. Do better, please. So I think I'm going to have to make a ha- this hashtag a thing. I'll be calling harmful messages, messaging of brands or companies that perpetuate society that not only enables but praise disorder eating. Hashtag diet culture vultures. Um so then they respond and they're like, we're not diet vultures. We cater to all our customers and needs for the past 36 years. We're sorry you found this offensive. She says, not just that. Your service was terrible. So rude. The whole experience was triggering and awful. You can carry things for other people while also caring for another percentage of your customers. Because who- the and part of the, the big chills response to her is that they have a lot of people with um, celiac disease, celiac and something else. Um, diabetic. Diabetic. Yeah. So like that's why they have that there. They have diabetic and celiac options. Mm-hmm. Not just from the packaged foods, but in their Froyo yeah. options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find a way to provide for an inviting environment for all people with different needs, including eating disorders. One of the deadliest mental illnesses, only second to opioid um, and overdoses. Don't make excuses. Do better. Uh, I was thinking maybe it could help if you made it more clear that sugar-free options and vegan options are for that. So she wanted like labels like, these are for people with celiac disease. These are for people with um, diabetes. And or maybe like, I just want to eat healthy. Or maybe you just want to. What if you just said like, "This is for people with eating disorders." So are you supposed to say like, "This is for people who want to eat healthy"? Do you want a fucking label that says that? That's what I'm saying. I, I'm just like, we can't label like at some point like we can't label everything. Like I get, I get 
part of like at the beginning of her like apology video. Mm-hmm. We won't play it. It's pretty long. It's long. As, like, you should go. Minutes. You should go and watch it though, because it's pretty like enlightening about her where her mind is at. And I think uh, a lot of these uh, farts smell their own fart do gooders yes. do. Is that it's not her apology wasn't that I'm sorry that I acted poorly and I'm only apologizing because I got trashed for like my, my response to these people I got trashed by the internet. Right. That's why I'm apologizing. It's you misunderstood my messaging. I don't have yeah. to apologize for that. And that's where I had this that's why one I had the issue of going public. If it's really about trying to bring awareness to eating disorders, which as someone who struggles with mental health and it's been well documented. Yes. Um, I've been very open about that. I, w- I mean, yes, I want to do more to help people with mental, mental, um, with mental, mental health disorders of all types. Cause yes. obviously I don't know what it's like to have an eating disorder. Right. So like if we, there's something we can do to help bring awareness to that, but this isn't it. Like, this isn't it. Like these people are legitimately trying to like, it's, it's one thing if like this store was like openly racist, the store was openly like, like whatever, transphobic, sexist, like elitist or whatever, just like something that is like legitimately like something like that is a problem. I don't, they were, I think, I feel like they were trying to legitimately like do their best and you just put them on blast. Yeah. Maybe just go and have a sit down conversation with them. But no, you decided to go public with it. Mm -hmm. One, because you, you wanted attention Mm -hmm. and you think that this is somehow your, this is your, so this is her social, uh, duty, her social duty, which Mm -hmm. I mean, there are people out there fighting the real (laughs) battle of social injustice, right? Because she tries to label that she's like, I'm just trying to make this whole world safer, really, by taking down a froyo giant. (laughs) Like, come on, like, this is like, stop co opting other people's work, like, that you are not make like, I'm just trying to make this a safe space for everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, there are people being shot by police that aren't in safe spaces just walking out the front door. Mm-hmm. Let's tackle those things before we start worrying about Froyo injustices. Right. Well, also, like you're talking about this mom and pop shop, like there's literally a soda labeled Diet Coke, mm-hmm. Diet Pepsi, yes. Diet Dr. Pepper, whatever mm-hmm. it is. If your issue is this diet culture and you're attacking a Froyo mom and pop shop, like I just don't understand. Like there are far larger giants perpetuating these concepts and ideas. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when you go to the grocery store, how are you not shitting on Safeway or Ralph's like they have in in California because they have Diet Coke out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 that's a good point. I didn't even think. I didn't even think about that, Jeff. Yeah, like, that's a really good point. Yeah, I, I just her apology, non like her attempt at yes. apology was so self-serving. It's yes. like I'm not at fault here. Yes, you are at f- actually you are the ones who are at fault for being mad at me because you didn't understand my messaging and that's on you. Yes. And I'm like, really, mm-hmm. really deflecting like that. It gets worse. And, and, I can't wait to drop a bomb on you. And that's what the people that's like. There's so many people like her out there mm-hmm. in the in the. uh, uh Entertainment, entertainment industry, or just any of these liberal do-gooders when they get caught doing something wrong, instead of owning their shit, like they force everybody else to do, mm-hmm. yes. to admit that they're wrong. When they get caught doing something wrong, it's yes. not me; it's you. Yes, and that's the shit that pisses I'm me off. I'm sorry that you misunderstood what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Here's the best part. Ready for this one? Yes. She is and signed on for a show with NBC 
called Hunger. Demi Lovato set to star in a new show about friends getting help for food issues. Mm, so the, she's doing this as a this is a um and this was 6 days ago that this this news was broke. Okay. So she's trying to she's trying to she's basically using this as a, to bring awareness to her new show. I mean and this is all just a marketing ploy. That's I can't help but think that. And another thing and she went on to Joe Rogan and did this whole documentary about how she died because of abusing drugs mm-hmm. and that she was sober. And she has this term like, yeah, everyone's saying that you're saying that you're California sober, which just means like you still smoke weed. She's like, yeah, I just thought it was like the best thing to call it. She has a song and a single called California Sober. Mm. Yeah. So to me. You lose me. She's full of shit. You lose me when you when you're saying I'm standing up for these 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 dietary you know um, these food issue issues. Mm-hmm. But then five days ago, I signed a contract to have a show about eating disorders on NBC. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just seems like do you need to do this to validate doing that show, or is it a marketing ploy, mm-hmm. or what is it? Because yeah. that connection, when I'm looking at those dots and drawing a line between them. There's something there that doesn't smell right. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to go talk about like your struggle with drug addiction and then say that like, well, I'm California sober. Okay. What does that mean? And everybody's like, define it, define it, define it, define it. Come to find out she has a song called California sober. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm, just, I'm just like, dude, like you're exploiting your own shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, she is. And then she's telling us all to be like, I have such a mental health problem. Feel bad for me. Like, yeah, I, I can be empathetic. Yes. But. You were literally not, I, I don't know. It's like, it doesn't excuse your poor behavior. Yeah. Like, your mental health, like you still have to own your, sh- like own your shit. Like that's, yeah. that's what you want. That's what everybody wants, right? We want, we want everybody to just own that they were wrong, right? That's the whole, that's part of this whole justice movement, right? Is acknowledgement right of wrongdoing accountability accountability mm-hmm. and she refuses to take any of it and yeah. just like oh my mental health i have such problems yeah you do mm-hmm. but it doesn't excuse your poor behavior i don't right. understand like that's something that we suppose they're teaching our youth mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet adults act like children all the time all the time dude i follow this karen's page on instagram dude adults are the worst mm-hmm. Like, there's literally a video on this Karen page of this this woman who's trying to play tennis with, like, her daughter or whatever. And these kids are on the basketball court. And they're, like, screaming. Ah! They're playing. And the Karen comes over and is, like, screaming at them because they're being too loud and she can't concentrate on her tennis. And the, the, the little girl is like, dude, we're just kids. And she's like, oh, so adults can't be kids? Adults can't have fun? And she, but she's screaming at a child about all of this. It's just, oh, dude, what is wrong with people? Entitlement. One of the hardest things about parenthood for me is, is you know, I knew this was going to happen, but you look, I'm looking at other parents the whole time that I'm, I'm going through infertility, and I'm like, dude, if I have a kid, like, I don't think I'll ever do this or do mm-hmm. that or do this. Watching other parents, right? Um, and then I'm, and then I come to the realization, like, damn, there's a lot of judgment coming from my way. And what's that going to look like when I'm a parent? How much judgment's going to come towards me? Mm-hmm. And 
so that is something that I think about. But one thing that is constant is my own judgment of my own behaviors mm. and my own parenting decisions. There are some times where I lose my cool. It's embarrassing, but I have to own it, right? Mm -hmm. And people are like, you know, hey, how's everything going with Lovely? And I'm like, oh, it's going all right. They're like, yeah, any blowouts or anything? Everything going all right? I'm like, no, you know what? Like, I lost my shit the other day and I did A, B, or C, or whatever the situation. But I tell them because I want to be honest, right? Mm -hmm. And they look, they give me that look like, fuck, dude, that was not a, that was not a good decision. I said, yeah, I know. That was, that was the poor choice on dad's end. But you got to own it, mm -hmm. right? And so that's the kind of fun thing about like parenthood is, is a, a, the account self-accountability of like, all right, that was not the best parenting decision. Let's try to do better. Let's mm -hmm. do better. Yeah. Not looking at the parenting decision and going, I fucked up, but you know what? I act that way because of you, lovely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just so bizarre, dude. And and she's and Demi is just she's she's killing it for me, dude. That's too bad. Bumming me out because, you know, there's a lot. Her addictions and her mental health are real, real issues. And I don't know. I don't know enough about sobriety, but this California sober thing seems dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, I don't know about you, but like, there's people around me mm -hmm. in my circle who struggle with alcoholism. Yeah. And then when they tell you like, Oh, I can quit them. Like I can quit on my own. And then you s smell alcohol on them and on their breath, like quitting. two months yeah. later. And you're just like, dude, you can't do it on your own. Yeah. Like, yeah. anyway, it's and that seems to be the attitude. Um, but I mean, hope, uh, hopefully I feel like, I feel like this whole outburst about this, um, this uh, Froyo thing didn't work in her favor. I feel like there's more backlash on her than the shop. Mm -hmm. um, she's going to have the loyalists who are there, <laughs> which, you know, whatever, that is what it is. But I don't know. This is, it, it seems so, for, for so many things that happen in the world, there, it has to, everything has to be so polarizing. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's no, there's alternative facts and there's no right or wrong. And there's always so much gray. Mm -hmm. um, and this is kind of getting me transitioning into just the shooting and deaths of, of people by the police recently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, there are so many cases that I don't think are black and white. And I think and I hesitate to put my own opinion and, and analysis of these situations because I don't want to offend anybody mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean, yeah. on, and on either side. But I just don't think that it is as black and white as people make it out to be. And I don't mean that in a pun as race, because obviously it is black and white. Mm -hmm. um, but with the George Floyd the verdict that was you thought for sure he was going to get uh acquitted acquitted yeah i was pretty um i was pretty i felt pretty confident in that um Were you just preparing yourself yeah yeah same thing with trump being real i get it i get it um it was just it just made sense like the history of our country yes in terms of people killing like white people killing black people and not serve not having Any, not serving justice yeah. um not justice not being served 
to right that wrong. Right. And I'm just like, dude, like apparently Minneapolis is a hot, has been a long, has a long historical background yeah. of racism mm-hmm. and segregate, like, and um, kind of like Boston Northern style segregate, like segregation where it's not like as in your face and open as it was in the South, but mm-hmm. there was still a lot of like, there's still a lot of, latent racism right. in those communities right. even though they're seen as the north right that was like you know for slavery was ended prior to the civil war those are the states that fought to end right. slavery and then so we kind of don't think that slave i think in a way the way history has taught us is that oh racism doesn't exist in those in those northern cities but really as we're finding out it does like boston it constantly gets um boston fans are constantly being thrown out of games for yelling racial slurs yes. at players, yes. either on the basketball court, Philly, um, Philly the same way, mm-hmm. and apparently Minneapolis too. Yeah. And I'm just like, who knows? Because the defense gets to pick the jury. Like, who mm. kind of people did they get on the jury? Um, and before, like, when I made that proclamation, I thought he was going to get off because I thought that the that Chauvin was going to get off um, on his charges was because the I thought the defense attorney had um muddled the waters enough to create enough reasonable doubt mm-hmm. like yes chauvin kept his um his knee yeah. on his neck but did he but was that the sole cause of his death and if that wasn't the sole cause of his death can you can you convict him of murder right and thankfully what we all saw with our eyes mm-hmm. was ended up being the verdict which right. was that he was guilty and yeah. Chauvin was guilty and I'm glad that he was convicted on all three accounts like I think I heard that the most of the jury had like not watched the video and not really been familiar with what every all, like all the details mm. so imagine that's the case for you right and you're picked as a juror and then you get in there and you have to watch the video over and over from different angles and from you know what I mean mm-hmm. I I can't just I can't imagine going into that courtroom, seeing that all there for the first time and going, yeah, not guilty. Because I, I, dude, that video is hard, mm-hmm. hard to watch. That 16-year-old girl who was shot that same day of the verdict, mm-hmm. You, I, want, I don't know if you watch the cam, but you see her like essentially like die right there. <sighs> I don't know, man. There's, there's got to be something that changes. I don't know what it is. I don't have the answer, but maybe the answer is a societal change. But kids are dying now, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, kids are out there with weapons. The kid in Chicago had a gun. Like, that's a societal issue. A cult. I don't know if it's cultural, but. There's there's something there where we're not taking care of people or or people are finding other means to survive in a pandemic. We need to take care of each other. If if no one's going to address the police issue and no one's going to address like the system that is the police or or training or whatever it might be, then as a society, if you don't think if you think blue eyes matter and that's fine and they just need to they just need to stay then operate the way that they have been. Fine. Then you need to invest in your communities and do more for other people. But there's that's a problem, and that's where defund the police comes from. New York City alone spends five million dollars a day on policing. A day? A day. 
that's this that's the same amount of money that they spend on all mental and social health services mm. in five months. Oh, wow, yeah, it's all underfunded, and they're they're funding police to do jobs that they were never intended to be to, mm, supposed to be doing right think about it if you were able to invest in actual mental health mm. social workers mm-hmm. who could go and respond to just like stuff that's happening in communities mm-hmm. community people people right. could go in there and and then if it's decided that cops need to be brought in right then they come in for the actual enforcement part of it all i'm just thinking about like wellness checks you know like just checking in on a community hey how's mm-hmm. everyone doing having these meeting meetings with communities like these are our issues you know what i mean mm-hmm. those kind of investments are what i'm talking about when i'm talking about societal differences like yeah. like like me- let's make actual change it's a bummer dude it's a bummer when you you look at what money is being spent on it's almost like they're gearing up for a war that's never coming mm-hmm the amount of technology that they have, it's like, who are you guys fighting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With your, I, I get having riot, I get having riot gear and, yes. and, and riot disbursement stuff, mm-hmm. but like the amount of armor and, and stuff that they, they have grenade launchers. And, and it's just like, what on earth are you guys invest, like investing in? We have a standing military. We have a national guard. We have that well-regulated militia. Mm-hmm. If anything came to these shores in the in the the form of a foreign military, we got that covered. Yeah, we spend a lot of money on that already. Yes, I just there is just there is too many there are just too many guns. <laughs> there is too many guns, and I think the the problem is the militarization of our police. Yeah, Chauvin was a military was military police, and everything that. Um, Kylie was telling me this yes- yesterday. Mm-hmm. She got sh- there's like a whole like kind of expose biography mm-hmm. on Chauvin as a person, mm-hmm. and apparently he was very secluded. But he brought with him the same kind of uh, laced up, buttoned up um, military like demeanor with mm-hmm. him to the police job. Mm. And was he military? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading the other day that Biden is his administration is like with the. Um, different uh, departments are looking and investigating into radicalized military personnel, mm. people who are white supremacists who are in the military people, because there is a, um, there is a, it was a documentary I was watching actually. It was on PBS, I think, but they're basically the radicalized who are talking about replacement theory or who are white supremacists want to join the military. So they get training and they're trained in things like that. If, a need comes to to use that training mm-hmm. and the biden administration is like yo we need to look at who these people are and get them out because we don't want radicalized people military trained mm-hmm. so there's this effort well, well did you see that video and i think it was in georgia of that active duty mil active duty guy in the army who confronted that that black man walking through his neighborhood and like pushes him and Mm-mm. you haven't seen that video Mm-mm. dude that one is hard that one's hard to watch he was like 
you're not from this community. You're in the wrong neighborhood. And then just like kept getting in this, this black guy's face and guys just like, I'm just walking. And he's like, you better get out of here. And just kept getting in his face and kept, and like was pushing him. And like, this is a tight knit community. I've never seen you in here. You don't belong here. And like, he was active duty military and the military, um, he got slapped with, uh, with assault charge. Um, so, I mean, he got in trouble for it, but dude, like there's a lot of problems. Yeah. A lot of problems. I mean, the beauty, the beauty of like, like we talked about, like everybody being home has gotten everybody to, I can't help but think of, um, the march from Selma to Montgomery and like how the violence was televised and every it brought that violence into everybody's home and got people to know what was going on and then be like f this like we need to do something in the same way I kind of see that parallel with everybody being locked up at home because of COVID Mm -hmm. but now we're all watching these videos of people being murdered and then you have just giant demonstrations all over the nation of people the, those things coming not only into their home, but now into their pockets and their hands and watching those things and now reacting in the same way of like, we need to have justice in some way. This is not working. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you see LeBron's tweet? Yeah, I was going to bring that up yeah. because I was going to tying that into uh, what Representative Maxine Waters had said prior to the con- conviction coming out that if he's acquitted, mm-hmm. we need to um, get more conf- like we need to get more confrontational stuff like that and mm-hmm. there was a movement to suppress like to um censor what uh censor maxine waters in the house which was rejected uh jamie herrera butler voted to mm-hmm. censor uh representative waters mm-hmm. from california um yeah i wanted to i just got i guess i want to see what your take is like these kind of like tweets and statements from public figures about being more aggressive physically I mean, or like veiled <laughs> threats from LeBron, who's never going to actually leave his mansion to be the one to deliver your next. I doesn't it exactly what we were just saying about Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. She's trying to be more aggressive towards cookies. Um, I'm underplaying that. That's fucked up. Sorry, <laughs> but you know, I mean, she's she's trying to address and 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 fight this fight against um, eating disorders, right? And but like you're saying. And like we're saying, what what is LeBron actually going to do? LeBron says you're next with the picture of the officer who shot that 16-year-old girl. What does that mean? What are you saying? What are you influencing? Mm-hmm. Well, that's um, the thing that we trashed Trump for, right? Yes. Is that using his platform to promote stuff like that. Yes, that's true. That is true. I mean, what if this guy's family, this officer's family gets attacked? Yeah. I mean, what is what is your next? Yeah, what does your next mean? Oh yeah. Does that mean like you're next to be killed, or are you you're next to get thrown in jail? Yes. Like, I mean, what is you got a responsibility? Like with that platform, I'm always will always support athletes or whoever has a platform, regardless of how they have it, mm-hmm. to advocate it the way they want. But there's a response. You have that added responsibility, especially right. for somebody who claims to be that social justice warrior like LeBron James. Yeah. And then to just take down the tweet without ador- addressing it, he just he, he did, yeah, and he didn't address it. He did, he did address it. Yeah, oh, what did he, he like say? apologized and was like, you know, I I was just angry and emotional, and I should have, you know, he basically said he should have thought about it first. And um, I 
I, I get that, and I think that that's the right way to respond, right, is acknowledge that you were emotional about it. And, you, and, you know, Demi said the same thing about her, her initial post. is like, I was just, I, I, you know, I was maybe too quick to jump the gun and, and shit on these people for mm-hmm. their, their brand or whatever, but there is a responsibility. But also, what about the power of social media? Yeah. Well, and then also, you want... LeBron obviously wants understanding of where he was coming from. I was emotional, so please understand that's where yes. I was coming from. Yes. But these people don't give the same grace to others. Myers Leonard for using a bad word, mm-hmm. right? There's no grace towards Myers Leonard. Yeah, I think there was for, from some players. Not socially, like outside of the NBA, I don't think there was any grace. I think there was grace in the league. Well, Honestly, because there was he's like... not in the league anymore. I know. There were players, though, that were commenting on or like... Like putting emojis or commenting on his mm-hmm. apology, but like cancel culture going back ten years, like I don't know. It's just like it doesn't seem like I. This feeds into what the right the Tucker Carlson versus universe is saying. It's mm-hmm. like there's a double standard, right? Sure. You're trying to yes. cancel us, but then when you guys fuck up and say something bad that you would cancel us for, it's like oh, you have to understand. You have to understand. You have to be understanding. You have to be understanding. It's like, well, we don't get that same level of understanding. Yeah. And I know there's more to it because the Tucker Carlson universe refuses to understand and is living in, like, not reality. Like, they're operating off of wrong information about the history of our country or whatever it is. So it's it's harder to have empathy for the people who refuse to change regardless. Uh But I find myself doing that. Like, Like, I won't. I find myself almost getting caught up in that double standard and I have to be careful. I have to be careful about it. That's good. That's great that you acknowledge that because I'm thinking about like this, for example, the Dr. Seuss, right? Mm -hmm. But then they're like, they're like, they're trying to cancel Dr. Seuss. And then those who want to cancel Dr. Seuss are like, yeah, dude, he's racist as shit. But is, is there also an acknowledgement of like, yo, look, like we all grew up with these books. We enjoyed these books. We understand that there was might have been some shit. So we understand where you're coming from, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're, for me, right? So I have Dr. Seuss books. I enjoy Dr. Seuss. Um, and then obviously I've seen the evidence and illustrations and writings of maybe bigotry and racism, mm-hmm. right? From Dr. Seuss. So I get where they're coming from. I'm thinking about like the Tucker Carlson's of the world who are like victimizing themselves. Like, I can't even celebrate Dr. Seuss. It's like, nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that. What we're saying is maybe we need to remove these books that have racist imagery in them. That's what we're saying. Mm -hmm. But the self-victimization is what I think is the element of both sides that is frustrating. Mm -hmm. Demi Lovato, again, like, no, I'm sorry because you guys didn't understand what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I'm still the victim here. Yeah. In the Tucker Carlson's. They're canceling Dr. Seuss. I can't even read Dr. Seuss to my kids. No, nobody's saying that. Mm-hmm. You're victimizing yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that is the issue. Instead of the double standard, there is a double standard of that. I appreciate and value your own acknowledgement of like, dude, maybe I need to, if if the right is going to say something, hold them accountable for what they're doing in the wrong as the same way I would on, on the left and right, you mm-hmm. know, on both sides. Um, but I think there's a huge like element of self victimization or over victimization about 
issues that they're trying to elevate to um, argue their cause or argue their stance. Mm -hmm. Like, again, Dr. Seuss is an example. I can't read it to my kids. We can't have these books anymore. We're going to start burning books. Like, that's the kind of shit and language that people say, right? Yeah. 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 And that's just so extreme. Nobody's Mm -hmm. saying that. What we're saying is we want to have our youth not be exposed to fucking bigotry and racism. Is that so bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, then in the same sense, Demi Lovato is arguing for not having uh, uh, diet-specific cookies or, or guilt-free cookies that our kids are going to walk in and say, there are cookies out there that you should feel guilty eating. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then how do you pair that with a healthy society? Like in e- actually educating youth on what to eat and what not to eat because obesity mm-hmm. is a major problem. Okay, I'm not stopping. <laughs> like it's a major problem yeah. in this country. Yeah. So uh, how do you pair that with I I, I just You're I don't, coming I, from you're arguing from the healthy options point of view. Right? Yeah. I get that. But also, from her point of view, we don't want to raise kids with body negativity. You know? Like, I'm raising a daughter right now in a culture that celebrates the Kardashians. <laughs> so sure. she's she's gained weight since she moved here, which is great. That is a good thing because she... The stress of self-survival mm-hmm. has not allowed her body to settle and to 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 just grow in the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And then so she's like, "Mommy, I need to lose weight." And she's like, "What? What are you talking about? Like you're 12, dude." And she's like, "Well, the scale at the doctor's last time said this, and this time it says this." It's like, "You're you're growing, dude. Like that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You're growing." And, and you know, everybody, you always see kids go to the little pudgy stage and then shoot up and they get taller and then the pudge is gone, right? Typically. Yeah. So there's a balance there of nutrition. We're trying to teach healthy eating choices mm-hmm. to her. But then you have society and fucking TikTok videos saying you need to be this thin and you need to look like this and you need to do this. So there's also battling against that while raising a, a daughter. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not easy. No. It's not easy. Uh, no, it's not um, easy. But but she, you know, she's very proud of her body, and I love how proud she is of her body. Like, she'll just walk around and, like, she'll be outside in her bikini and just fucking just hanging out, like, poking her belly and stuff. <laughs> like, I love it. I love that there's no there's no hesitancy right there, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I worry that society will put those pressures on her of, like, your body's not okay and you need to change it. So, in contrast to the Dr. Seuss preventing racism, I get what she's saying with the cookies, but did she handle it the appropriately? I don't think so. Okay, what's the? I don't know. I'm sounding now. I'm sounding like old old fudder. Who's oh yeah. Just like, well, then what's the line? But the the line is is exactly what you've already said. Go to the company and be like, hey, what's up? Like, are you guys like? Like, I don't know if you guys know, but I've had some eating disorders and I have eating issues. And this this is kind of triggering for me. I don't want this to be the same situation for other young 
men and women who come into your store and have this like guilt for coming in and eating here mm-hmm. and have that conversation with them, especially a mom and pop. If you're going to shame anybody on the level in which she shamed to your two million followers, there was no branding mm-hmm. like there wasn't uh, there was there wasn't like private. Everything was mom. Like everything that was like a product was like a locally made product. There wasn't national like brands in the Soviet Union, especially in the satellite countries like Georgia. Mm-hmm. And um, when the Soviet Union collapsed, and every and then there actually started being like national brands of products. Okay, there's a lot of people who are uh, like frustrated with. There's a lot of people who still hold that kind of socialistic ethos communistic ethos that reject big brands and want the return to Mm non-labeling like you can just go and order a soda that has absolutely no labels on it it just says what the flavor is Mm, right so is that what we're i mean i'm not saying we're heading towards socialism but is that what we're basically heading to is like there's good or no branding at all it's just this is this is the product I mean, if that's where we're going, I'm out of the future. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, communication. Yeah. But it's just, there's always going to be, I just feel like there's always going to be a message, like you could say, it's going to not include. I get what you're ex- saying. It's going to exclude somebody no matter what you put on here. Immune support. I'm drinking a life water that says it's immune support. What is, like, am I supposed to. Dude, supposed that's to- triggering to like the mu- the immunity strong. Yes, exactly. Like, right? I come in here and I have a strong immunity, but what are you trying to say? I don't have a strong immunity. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, we're taking we're we're yes. trying to make a joke yeah. out of something that is somewhat serious. That is serious. serious. It's just I don't. You're, are, you're, what you're talking about is at what level? What, how like, do where's we the line? like? How do we fix? I, I just there's always going to be somebody who's perpetually upset. Yes, and I just I'm like. I get, I've made a lot of change. Like, I have made a, mentally a lot of changes to to understand where other sides are coming from yes. on issues of race, on issues of class, on re- issues of gender and sexuality. Cognitive dissonance. But I just cannot, I guess maybe I'm ignorant and maybe I need to go and listen to more Demi Lovato, yeah. but I yeah. just cannot wrap my head around what it is that she really wants fixed and how do you fix branding right i think that's another issue there that you're bringing up is like with the criticism maybe through that private interaction with the company or a business you come together cooperatively to find a solution she did not offer any solutions she shit on them and said i'm the customer and i'm always right she literally said that yeah do better okay (laughs) well then how do you do better then tell me what you're expecting what are you looking for so, Give constructive criticism, but not publicly. But as someone who's in retail, you can't make your displays super confusing. Yes, like you walk in and this this is for like this is for somebody with celly like uh, with diabetes, uh-huh. right? And if I'm not a person with diabetes, but I want to eat something that is still non-sugar because yeah. I don't want like I'm trying I'm on a diet currently. Yeah, I yes. don't have diabetes, but I want to make a healthier choice. Yes. I walk in there and say this is supposed I'm taking something out of the diabetes. Like, I want to feel we- I'm going to feel weird then taking something out of the diabetes people for this is for people with diabetes. Yes. I'm going to then feel weird about taking taking out something that I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, right. And then I just. The issue, James, We're just going to have a fucking million signs for everything? The like, issue just, is it says guilt-free. That's the issue. She, if it says sugar-free, 
That's I think there's a difference there. Okay, so the issue is guilt free. I think so. I think that's the the issue is like you're assuming that the consumer feels guilt by choosing anything else other than this specific thing. Hmm. Trust me, dude. I I am I I dude, when we were in our undergraduate program and there were those protests in the quad and like uh the they were the um anti-abortion mm-hmm. group that came in and everyone was like talking shit and like one kid was like uh we need to silence these people and yeah. i was just like like uh, you know and there was this notion that they were in our safe space where we come to educate well if there's any place that should welcome this radical idea or view not 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 that it's radical but i'm just saying up uh, up uh, you completely you would think that it would oppose this liberal college space right mm-hmm. that's exactly where they should be challenge your fucking ideas challenge your views have a conversation don't silence motherfuckers yeah <laughs> well because silencing creates like doesn't get them to change their mind it creates animosity yes. it creates, res- creates resentment yeah. um so i just i don't know i i just don't it's the safe space idea that bothers me, right? And I think that that's what you're talking about. Like, how f- are we just going to label everything? And then if we don't feel comfortable, we need to just go. Every place needs to be a place where we feel comfortable. There's no challenges in life. We're going to end up like those people on Wally, dude, up on the spaceship. I'm just like, there's things that I've walked into that like I feel uncomfortable about. Yes, yes, yes. And that's just the way that it is i mean mm-hmm. honestly that's just the way that it is like i i mean you're i'm gonna force you to change your behavior for me mm-hmm. and oh, the world catered to you yeah i mean i get that you have an eating disorder right like yeah. i have a mess like i have de- like major depression and you have triggers yes but i remove myself from those triggers or i find a way to cope with them maybe demi the answer is maybe Get to a point where you're not like work on yourself to where you can yeah. walk into a place and not get triggered by that. Yeah. I, There's I, there is some individual responsibility yes. here. Yeah. I get the guilt part, yes. right? I get that part I get. But she made it so much more about all like she made it way more about all of it. Yeah. She she incorporated she threw everything in the kitchen sink yeah. into this fucking thing. Yeah. And it's just that's where I'm coming from. It's just like there she's completely removing herself in any sort of personal responsibility. Mm. Like I've had to go, like the societal expectation of me is like, I can't behave in life the way that I was behaving. Like in terms of like lashing out at people, I can't yell at people when I want them to do stuff. Yes. And then I can't just say, well, that's my mental health. That only sticks (laughs) that the only, the people, only the people who are stuck with me are the people who are forced to put up with that. Everybody else can just say F you. I'm not dealing with that anymore. Yes. So there was, there's an onus on me to fix, like to be able to control myself Mm. in situations that are triggering for me. Yeah. It's the same thing with her. Mm -hmm. Like, Yes, there you're going you cannot walk into every situation and be completely free of anything that could trigger you. Right. Get to a point where you can control that. Yeah. That's what I, I that's and I, I feel like that lesson should be there's a lot of people who could learn a lot from that lesson. Mm-hmm. And then the people who are like the Demi Lovatos of the world who can insulate themselves amongst our hundred and two million followers mm-hmm. and just find those like just validate me, validate me, validate my feelings. Yeah. 
it it insulates them from that. I I was started listening to um I I I I was one of the first listeners of Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, mm. and then I started listening again because um, he had like Frank Azaria who I love, and then he had Macklemore who I love, and they're talking about addiction and they're talking about choices and they're talking about self accountability and. Uh, one thing that Dax always brought, brings up is is he's um, a validation whore. He always wants to be validated by everybody. He wants to be liked by everybody. And they were talking about like how in Hollywood and with fame, you can search that out and you can get all the validation and praise, but it still doesn't fix the issues of you. Mm-hmm. You have to focus inward and change and appreciate and value who you are actually feel validation mm-hmm. um and he was talking about how macklemore was saying every time i've ever interacted with somebody in person nobody's ever said like you fucking suck dude it's always positive mm-hmm. but some but i still found myself you know they're still finding themselves drinking or abusing drugs or falling back into their addiction yeah because there's not that personal validation mm-hmm. um so i think you have something there when you're saying that like there's self accountability. There's self validation. You got to work on yourself. You can't expect the world to change for you because there are assholes mm-hmm. who won't budge, and who will go out of their way to hurt you. Yeah. And I don't think that's the case of this Froyo place. No. And I don't think that's the case with with canceling these certain books from Dr. Seuss. Yeah. We're not trying to offend anybody and hurt people. We're trying to. I mean, maybe this is a way of. It's not. It could be argued that oh, we're just catering and softening the world. No, we're trying not to instill these biases or 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 um, racism in our kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's that way of trying to make the world better, opposed to just saying change what you're doing for me. And I lo- I like what you're talking about, like. She could just drop this bomb or any celebrity could just drop that bomb and then just disappear into their mansion and chill. Yeah. Now the world is different dealing the one to almost two million followers. That's a lot of effing people are now interacting and engaging with the consequences of what you've just done. And and the livelihood of that company. Yes. They could just all of a sudden they could lose all their lose a majority of their customers and go out of business. Yeah. Because Demi Lovato is was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. So. <sighs> All right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I'm going to work. All right, Amy. All right, me too. Bye. Bye. Thank you.